Thank you for the opportunity to address you all at the Capital Link Forum. Aloha, I'm Ku'u Park. I am a Senior Vice President at Matson, and I'm speaking to you today from our headquarters in Honolulu. I'm also president of the American Maritime Partnership, or AMP, the National Jones Act Coalition. AMP is the largest legislative coalition in the history of the American maritime industry and represents all elements of the domestic maritime industry, from ship operators, mariners, shipyards, and associated pro-defense organizations. This year, we turn uh, uh, 27 years old. To start, let me share a few numbers with you about the American domestic fleet. The Jones Act is a fundamental law of our business, underpinning an industry that supports nearly 650,000 family wage jobs and provides more than $150 billion in economic value every year. Labor income for the exceptional mariners and other workers in our industry totals about $40 billion annually. There are about 40,000 vessels in the U.S. domestic fleet, which makes it one of the largest domestic fleets in the world. The benefits of the U.S. domestic industry are not confined to one part of our country. As you might expect, states like Louisiana, Florida, Texas, and California are the top areas for American domestic shipping jobs. But the industry's impact extends far beyond that. For example, the largest shipbuilding state is Virginia, although there are major shipping, shipbuilding clusters scattered throughout the country. The largest number of vessels operate on the inland waterways of our nation, right in the middle of the US, in places like Tennessee, Kentucky, and beyond. American vessels carry essential goods in the non-contiguous trades of Puerto Rico, Alaska, and here in Hawaii. U.S. tankers and tank vessels transport critical crude oil and refined petroleum products along the west, gulf, and east coast of our nation. The American bulk fleet carriers carries iron ore and other products on the Great Lakes from places like Minnesota and Michigan, including supplying America's major steel manufacturers at mills in Indiana and elsewhere. American dredging companies operate in U.S. harbors, ports, and rivers virtually anywhere there is a navigational waterway. My company, Matson, even has a large office in Arizona. The U.S. domestic fleet and its shippers are pretty much everywhere. Given this audience, I'd like to focus today on a question I am asked regularly. How strong is the support in Congress and the administration for the Jones Act? Let me start to answer that question by telling you our organization has for many years kept meticulous records of the positions of the approximately 535 members of Congress on the Jones Act. We keep track of who is on record in support of the Jones Act, who is not, and what they have said about the Jones Act and other coastwise laws over time. Often their positions are nuanced and we keep track of that too. This information is culled from public statements, personal interactions with congressional members and their staffs, and other data gathered over decades. Needless to say, we have the best information available about where Congress and the administration stand on the Jones Act at any given time. I'm happy to report that over, the overall support for the Jones Act in Congress and the administration has never been higher than it is today. Let me say that one more time for effect. Support for the Jones Act has never been higher. 
an overwhelming majority of the members of Congress in both parties and in both chambers support the Jones Act. In addition to the Congress, this administration is extremely supportive of the Jones Act also. President Biden strongly supported the Jones Act during the campaign and then reiterated his strong support publicly almost immediately upon taking office. So today, on February 24th, 2022, I can tell you that Jones Act is strong and stable and enjoys overwhelming bipartisan, bicameral support in Washington, D.C. Never since we have kept records has the support been this strong. So the obvious question is why are members of Congress and the administration supporting the law at a record level? Here's my best answer. Historically, the Jones Act has enjoyed support for three reasons, national security, homeland security, and economic security. For decades, senior military officials and senior homeland officials have consistently talked about the importance of the Jones Act to the security of our nation. The Jones Act also contributes to our economic security. As I mentioned earlier, 650,000 jobs and 150 billion economic impact. It is not lost on our elected leaders that repealing the Jones Act would be outsourcing our nation's jobs and security. National homeland and economic security are the historical reasons Congress has supported the Jones Act. But another reason for the strong support today is the current supply crisis, which has reminded, reminded us all in vivid ways that reliable transportation is not an academic point. The recent supply chain crisis has really underscored the importance of a reliable domestic maritime industry, particularly in the U.S. non-contiguous trades. Today, as you all know, America faces one of its worst supply chain disruptions ever for containerized cargoes. Record numbers of vessels are waiting outside of America's largest ports, containers are stacked on docks, warehouses are overflowing, and there's a current shortage of labor, such as truck drivers, among many other problems. There is rightly an intense amount of attention on international supply chain issues. The maritime industry rarely makes the front pages of newspapers, but the supply chain crisis has captured the world's attention. It is a dismal picture with one bright spot, the performance of the U.S. domestic maritime industry. In other words, the Jones Act industry. Across the country, including in areas like Alaska, Hawaii, and Puerto Rico they are, that are dependent on ocean shipping for their basic goods, American carriers have continued to provide reliable, regular service to the ports that they serve, while international carriers wait at anchor off U.S. Uh, off US ports. U.S. domestic shipping has delivered merchandise without the huge spikes in freight rates and service challenges that the U.S. international markets are experiencing. Additionally, when the COVID-19 pandemic began, international carriers canceled hundreds of Trans-Pacific sailings. In contrast, Jones Act carriers have provided uninterrupted service and maintained their lifeline service to our non-contiguous states and territories. American domestic maritime supply chains are characterized by vessels, infrastructure, and personnel dedicated to specific trade lanes contributing to their efficiency. By definition, American shipping companies and their workers have deep commitments to the trade routes where they live, work, and raise their families. 
While Jones Act carriers are not immune from shoreside challenges, including COVID-related labor shortages, these characteristics have provided extra insulation against supply chain challenges on domestic shipping routes. Officials in Congress and the administration have noticed and appreciated the way the domestic shipping supply chains have remained stable, reliable, and cost-efficient during the crisis. The strong performance of the domestic fleet during the, the supply chain crisis is particularly powerful because of the emergence of China as a superpower with significant maritime ambitions. China has made abundantly clear its desire to control the seas. And the supply chain crisis has been a re vivid reminder that allowing foreign control over American domestic shipping would create serious vulnerabilities. For example, in my home state of Hawaii, allowing state-owned Chinese shipping companies to control the lifeline route between here and the mainland would put an entire state of our union at the mercy of a foreign entity for the frequency, reliability, and cost of moving commerce. That would allow Chinese carriers to use their economic leverage over Hawaii for purposes that would be contrary to both local and national interests. That fact has been lost on no one. The current crisis underscores the vital need of the Jones Act for national security. So in summary, support for the Jones Act in, in Congress and at the executive branch are at record highs for all the historically sensible reasons, as well as for the domestic maritime industry's performance during the supply chain crisis and the emergence of China as a maritime superpower. I'm happy to be able to deliver this good news story about an entire U.S. industry to you today. And thank you to Capital Link for this opportunity to address for this opportunity to address you all. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your conference. Thank you and aloha.